The Yak Legion Podcast and the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Podcast are sponsored by the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. You can reach them at BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com. Strictly Sail in Blue Ash, Ohio. Reach out to Brian for all your Hobie needs at 513-984-1907. And American Tackle Company. You can find them at americantackle.us. You're listening to the Yak Legion Podcast, and tonight is our one-year anniversary episode. Yeah, buddy. Heck yeah. So we have a special episode planned for you tonight. I got the guys from Paddle and Finn. I got Brian Schiller and Brad Hicks on. Then we do a second interview with John Graves, Corey Morrow, and uh, my co-host, Christian Highfield. So we got a good episode planned, a lot going on, and I just want to stop and say thanks to everybody that supported the podcast this past year, and I appreciate every listen, every like, and every all the nice words, and all the nice reviews, and so I'm definitely going to keep the podcast coming, keep it going strong for next year, and I'll be back here in a year for another extravaganza, guys. So happy birthday, Yak Legion, and thank you all for listening. All right, and we are here with Brian Schiller and Brad Hicks from Paddle and Finn Podcast. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Good. What's up, dude? It's been uh, a while. Yeah, no kidding, man. No kidding. We've got Brad Hicks on here. A lot of you guys know. You guys listened from the beginning. He uh, helped me start Yak Legion, and uh, it's grown a lot since then. We're on our one-year episode, and uh, I'm just excited of what's to come for the podcast and i've shared a lot of stories to people and i've had a blast uh meeting new people and learning new things this past year and uh, i wanted to invite you guys on to kind of to kind of get your story man like how did you guys start your podcast i know yak legion was kind of kind of inspired from podcasts like paddle and finn one objective um several other podcasts that, that are popular you know we we kind of joined the bandwagon right after Pat and Finn um, kind of did their thing. And now there's all kinds of podcasts. I mean, every time I look at on Facebook, <laughs> there's a new kayak fishing podcast. And, you know, you guys have started a lot of shows. And there's other people from around the country that started their own shows, too. So it's really kind of getting big now. You know, there were just a few of us in the beginning, and now there's a whole lot of us. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool, sure. though, man. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I listen to all of them. <laughs> You know, yeah. I know there's a lot of people that listen to these podcasts. They will listen to all of them, and I listen to all of them myself. I'm kind of behind on a lot of my podcasts for being off work because I listen yeah. to them at work a lot. And uh, I've been off work, so I'm kind of behind on a lot of my podcasts and need to get caught up. But, yeah, man, I'm excited to have you guys on. I appreciate it. And, yeah, uh, absolutely, man. Well, can, hey. congratulations on uh, the one-year anniversary, man. That's, uh, that's a huge milestone. I know when we hit that, that was huge. So congrats, man. I think like uh, I told you in a, in a chat we had, it was like, man, I know what goes into getting to that point. It's a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of time, and uh, it's not easy to do, man. So congrats to you, man. Kudos for, for uh, 
sticking with it, man, and putting out some great content for sure. I appreciate it. It's, yeah, it's, you put a lot of hours into a podcast and, uh, you know, trying to get sponsors, trying to get people to help you and trying to get people on the podcast every week. There was only a three week period. And um, around Christmas time, I took a break from Yak Legion and I ended up doing podcasting for Buckeye during that time. So I never did quit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, we've run every week, uh, every day of the year this past year, except for the three weeks of Christmas. And uh, I'm pretty proud of it. It's an awesome accomplishment. Yeah. So, so Brian, man, you were like one of the, the very last like original guy from Paddle and Finn. Um, what was the whole story of you guys starting out? And, you know, once you reached your year, it seems like you guys expanded a lot. So what's the whole story behind that, man? How did you guys get started and how did you turn Yak, uh, Paddle and Finn into what it is today? Yeah, man. Um so we started in, I think it was June, June or July of 2018. And, uh, me and a friend of mine got into kayak fishing then, and we were huge fans of podcasts. Um, you know, we listened to all kinds and it, a lot like you were talking about, man, like I have a lot of windshield time for work. So I would in the morning, uh, commuting to and from work, you know, I'd listen to a lot of podcasts and, uh, we were kind of inspired by the guys out in California who had started a couple months prior to us. Um, and, uh, what is it? Uh, yak addicts or something. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't yak tactics. That's what it is. Uh, Chris and Dean. And, uh, they don't put out as much, um, as of lately, but, um, when they do, they put out some killer episodes. So, um, we were just kind of sitting around talking one day and it was like, Hey, why don't we start a podcast? And, you know, it was one of those things where like, we didn't expect anyone to listen to it. Um, but it would be almost like a diary of our experiences through kayak fishing. And, um, um, you know, like you said, man, like I've gained so much knowledge from, from just doing the podcast. And I remember hitting that, like we started growing and, and building an audience and, um, you know, my buddy, I started it with Scott. He, uh, he kind of stepped away, but our first guest ever, Jay Randall, um, he had been on the podcast two or three times, um, previous to him stepping away. And Scott was like, Hey, why don't you have Jay come in? Like he just wasn't feeling it. And all reality, he bought a, a little lake condo and a fancy fishing boat and all that stuff. So like he transitioned out of the kayak into actual boats. And, um, so Randall came on and, um, you know, Jay had been on the Jackson kayak team and he was involved with various other brands and products. And that kind of opened up the door, uh, to some guests and stuff. And we started building and, you know, it's hard and I'm sure you can understand this because I know you cover a lot of different topics, which is really cool. I love that. And it was hard for us to cover as many topics as we wanted to. So we were like, you know, why don't we branch off? And, you know, the first, first, uh, you know, segment we added was the tournament recap segment. You know, there's a lot of tournaments going on nationwide. 
both at the club, state, and national level. And it's like, why not highlight all these things? Um, you know, because some, some guys, you know, um, they, they may find the podcast and they think all there is is a national level. Like if you listen to Scott Butcher's weigh-in, you know, he strictly talks about like KBF and Hobie and bass events. So for, for the beginners, that may be a little intimidating. So like one of the things was, was like, we got to cover the club level tournaments nationwide, not just like, you know, in our home States, um, just cause that kind of opens up the eyes of new to kayak fishing anglers. Like, Hey, I can go join a club, you know, fish a club tournament for, you know, 20 to 50 bucks and meet a bunch of people, um, that, share the same likeness and kind of grow off that. Right. And, and then, you know, uh, like we all do, we fish those local trails and then we'll move up to that national level. Um, so, I mean, that's the thing, like our basis has always been teaching and, and learning ourselves. Um, but just trying to grow the community in general, man. I mean, you know, look at how much fun we all have when we're out on the water, you know, you know, whether you're by yourself or floating with a buddy or a group of people, you know, like the, we were talking about the paddle and fin meetup last year in Ohio. I mean, I think we had like 15 or so people show up to that. And, um, it was, I, I think the best part of that to me wasn't the fishing. It was just sitting around chatting with everybody, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I mean, that's what it's like in, you know, you always hear about how the uh, kayak fishing community is so great. And I think that right there is what it is, is like we all like to talk and share, you know, our tips or tricks or secrets, fish stories, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, being able to share that with people, I think is key, you know, and um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we've expanded tremendously and it like, I, I won't lie, dude, it's a headache at some points, like where I want to throw my phone and my laptop out the window here, but you know, it's, uh, but at, at the end of the day, when I sit down and think about it, it's like, you know, cause you always ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? Is it worth my time? I mean, let's face it. We're, we're all not making money at this. You know, and it's all, all, yeah, it's, it's all for the love of the, the sport and the camaraderie and, and learning and teaching and all that stuff. And it's like, when you sit down and think about that, um, and I, I think I talked about this right after the first of the year or, or beginning of this year, like after going to a couple fishing shows, the number of people that came up to me and were like, Hey man, listen to the podcast, love it. Like I've learned so much. I'm going to go out and uh, I just joined a club or I'm going to try a national trail event or something like that. Like to me, that's where it gets rewarding, right? Like that's, mm -hmm. that's my paycheck, right? Is like, we've made an impression and an impact, um, on some folks where, you know, that we're, we're getting them out of their comfort zone and, and doing new things in their fishing and, uh, you know, try new things within the community, dude. I mean, and I'm sh I'm sure you've experienced that too, man. I mean, mm -hmm. I know you were you were doing the fishing shows this this past uh, show season and and walking around and talking to people, dude. And I think to me that's like the best thing, you know, <laughs> like just straight up. Like 
like this, um, I'm leaving tomorrow night to go to Table Rock for the KBF event. And I know I'll run into at least 15 to 20 people I've talked to online, um, whether they popped in on a, on a Paddle and Finn live stream or chimed in on a Facebook post or something like that. For Actually, I'm, I'm camping in one of our previous guests backyard <laughs> nice. you know, down there you know so it's like it's kind of weird man like i remember when we started and like i started meeting all these new people um in the friendships that were built off of it you know what i mean um you know just two three weeks ago a guy i met through the podcast um he just bought a ranger and uh I, I went out fishing on his boat, dude. We were going to fish a boat tournament, but we did horrible pre-fishing. But that's besides the point. So we blew off the tournament. But, you know, it's kind of cool, man. You meet people nationwide, and at any given point in time, you can give them a call up and be like, hey, I'm rolling through town. You want to meet up and hit the water or yeah. grab a burger or, well, hit a drive through I guess, nowadays because you can't necessarily <laughs> sit down in restaurants. But, you know, um it, it's just kind of crazy, man. It, it's I I'm still taken back by uh, by the growth and stuff. And I mean, it, it's kind of like I know Brad has said to me many times, like people don't know who I am, you know. And it's it's funny, like Brad has got a a very strong social media presence, and a yeah. lot more people know who he is than he actually thinks, you know. And it it's the same with you, Zach. Like. You know, the things you're doing with uh, Yak Legion and, you know, Hobie, you're working with Strictly Sail, the Buckeye Kayak Trail. Like, I mean, it, it's it's kind of crazy to think about it. If you would have asked me the day I bought my kayak, if I would be sitting here having a conversation with you two, I would have told you you're completely out of your freaking mind. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's just crazy the way it, it goes. But, um, yeah, sorry for the long rant, but that's... <laughs> you know, pretty much where Paddle and Finn started and where it's currently become. I like that answer, man. I like the community in this. And, um, like, one example is, bro, we got Raccoon event coming up for the Buckeye Trail. It's one of my favorite events because nice. we all camp out. It's a private campground. You can drink a few brewskis, not <laughs> yeah. worry about anything. We all have a communal fire there, so they'll, they'll start up one big bonfire, and everybody at the campground will show up, and we'll all sit around, and, and we'll have a good time, and we'll talk fishing all night. And then we all stay up till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and we get up at 5, and we're out there <laughs> on the water by 6. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, but, right. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's just that community, man, and that's kind of the reason why... I, I started my podcast, you know, me and Brad, we would talk back and forth constantly about kayak fishing. I mean, just every hour of the day, man, it seemed like we were talking about kayak fishing and, and kayak fishing. We would go out every weekend and, uh, it, man, it was so great. And that's what really inspired me and, uh, and Brad to start the podcast. And then when Brad went to paddle fin, I kind of kept it going. Cause I enjoyed doing it. You know, I enjoyed getting on here talking to people, learning new things, and uh, just just furthering my knowledge, man, and, and furthering yeah. my um, my connections, I guess. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. I mean, that's 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 what it's all about, dude. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Like going out and fishing a tournament and cashing checks is great and all, but I mean, you know, unless we're talking about the national championship, like yeah. I'd give up a first place finish just just for the experience of sitting around and chatting with a group of anglers. You know that. You know, whether they're locally or 
you know, from all parts of the country, you know, it's, uh, it's just a unique experience. It's hard to describe like, you know, what it does, but, um, you know, I would say to anybody out there, like who's contemplating it, like, just do it, give it a try. You know, um, you'd be amazed at the, the friends you meet just going to a, a tournament or a fishing show or a paddle sports show or something along those lines, you know? You know, Yak Legion's given me a lot of opportunities, too, because I would have never went down to Gunnersville and fished the Hobie BOS if it wasn't for one of my sponsors that wants to re- remain anonymous, but they kind of spent some money and paid my way down there to an extent, yeah. paid my way into the tournament. Awful nice of them. They didn't want me to tell, tell anybody who they were, but, you know, that's just the kind of people you meet when you're podcasting and you're creating, you know, you're creating these balls. Another example is I got invited to uh, ICAST this year, and then they canceled ICAST. Yeah. That's just <laughs> luck, man. The one year I get invited to ICAST, I was invited for the whole week. All I had to do is pay for my lodging, pay for my food. I had to pass, and they freaking canceled it. Me and Johnny were going to go down there to Orlando, go to ICAST. Yeah. So I'm hoping next year, man, I'll get that opportunity again. But, yeah, I got invited by Austin Todd of American Tackle. You know, I had him on the podcast, and me and him talked back and forth quite a bit, and John's got a good relationship with him, too. And um, it just went along, you know, went a far, went a long ways, you know, having people on the podcast and then people help you out in the long run. <laughs> Amen, man. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Brad, man, I want to get you talking now. <laughs> You've been with Paddle and Finn probably uh, well, not a little under a year now. I think you started with them a couple months after their uh, their their first year was over with. I think you went yeah. over there in July of last year, wasn't it? I yeah, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, well, how's the whole right. experience been this past year, dude? It, it's been nuts. I I I, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. It's just. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Brad, Brad's a That's super bashful dude, man. Dude, I don't know. I I don't like I don't like. Uh, I mean, we I I have sponsors and stuff, but I I don't like going around and touting stuff, you know, or anything. But it's just like it just seemed like this whole past year has been just like a blur, and everything has just like hit me all at once, and I don't know why, or. Yeah. You know, I don't know what caused it or anything, but it it all went back to meeting Jason Ricketts last year, honestly, back in April. But I guess that's all it takes is just one, knowing one person to help you get through the process, I guess. Wow. Do you have any guests on the show that were you really enjoyed talking to or any moments from Paddle and Finn that you uh, recollect? Yeah, my my favorite episode, and it's probably um, mine and Josh's uh, most popular one was um, Glenn Young from Z Z Man. He's the Z Man uh, sales yeah. rep. Uh, we went we went over the uh, chatter baits and talked about each one and stuff. Uh, yeah, that episode, man, it's it's probably the most popular one me and Josh has done for sure. Oh wow! Yeah, sounds like a good one, man. I love Z Man products. <laughs> yeah, he he was cool too. I mean. Like we didn't have to say much. He he knew his stuff and he just talked. I was just like, "This is awesome, dude! You're you're hitting every question. I didn't even have to ask a question. You know, it was, it was funny." But, it's always fun getting a guest like that. I think Ron Hemmerhaver. 
um, the catfish. He runs the uh, the catfishing uh, club from for UDF from KBF. Well, UDF, yeah. UDF restaurant. UDF's a gas station. He runs the uh, the catfish league for KBF. And man, he would talk and talk and talk, and he would answer a bunch of my questions. But he would talk for fifteen minutes straight. <laughs> I just let him go. And uh, that uh, that episode ended up being an hour and a half because he talked so much, you know. And he was yeah. a great guy to talk to. But man, he could sit there and talk and talk and talk. That <laughs> day, I, I listened to that episode the day they declared the pandemic. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget oh, wow. that. Because I was sitting there painting in somebody's house and I was listening to that episode. I'm like, this guy's cool. He's talking about catfishing. I'll yeah. never forget that. I don't know why. Yeah, he was an interesting guy. Uh, that's another question I wanted to ask you, but I wanted to get to Brian. What was your favorite paddle and fin episode? Or what are some oh, of your favorite man. moments from the podcast? <laughs> oh man, that's uh that's tough, man. I've talked to a lot of a lot of interesting people and heard a lot of interesting stories. Um I can't really pinpoint one, man, but um you know, it's, you know, talking to, you know, people like Jackson or, uh, yeah. you know, young kid who, I mean, let's, let's be honest, man, it, out of, out of our whole community, I think he's got it the most put together, Yeah, not only from a, a fishing standpoint, but from a professionalism, um, he's a very respectful young man, um, you know, I always love talking to my man, J.D. DeRosier. Um, he's got a very unique outlook on life and and fishing and and things like that. Um, hey, your your episode with Aaron Steiger was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, I'd have that was to a good say, one. yeah, that that one right there was very, very educational for me. Yeah. And it was it was it was very eye opening. Um, you know, Aaron used to run the Jackson kayak team and, um, just, just seeing the way he goes about, you know, sponsorships and pro staffs. And, um, you know, we had a very extensive talk about like what it means to make it in the, the fishing world, so to speak. Mm. And, uh, I, I think I took a lot away from that, uh, episode, um, you know, that helped me make some decisions, uh, personally, uh, this year, as far as, um, you know, some of these sponsorships and things like that. Um, you know, I dropped some this, this year and, you know, picked up some new ones and things like that. And, um, a lot of that goes back to the wise words of Aaron Steiger, you know, and, um, I, I mean, it, it, it's just so hard to pinpoint, man. Like, I could probably go through every single episode I've been on and 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 give you a great moment for that show. Yeah. Um, I think just doing the shows in general is is my favorite. Like we talked about, or like you mentioned, Zach is like, you know, it's um, it's something we enjoy doing, and that's why we keep doing it. And and the knowledge and the laughs and things like that. I mean hell we even did an episode where we roasted me you know we did like the roast <laughs> of brian schiller you know and oh, it, dude. Was, it was funny you know like we were trying to do this like after hour show thing and we've kind of put that on hold because we've had this whole bracket tournament going on but like yeah. you know just to sit around and chat like 
you know, we have a group chat among our hosts, you know, and it's like, that could be an episode all on its own, you know, <laughs> like, like some of the conversations that occur in there, you know, and it's, it's not always about kayak fishing. It's about life, man. And, and making fun of Milford. Well, yeah, well, you know, that's a perfect <laughs> example, right? Like we do, we do use Milford as the butt of our jokes, but at the same time, like there was a point, I think it was the beginning of this year, Brad, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like he was so frustrated with fishing. He like wanted to quit and he wanted to sell all his gear, like was trying to pawn it off on all of us. And the unique thing about that was um, every single person chimed in and was like, dude, we're not going to let you quit. Like, come on, man. Like, what's the struggle? Like, and we were trying to give him pointers and stuff like that. And you know, uh, I've said it numerous times before, like when Ryan Milford started the podcast, he was a total noob. Like he could name every single bass he caught in a five year period. I couldn't <laughs> tell you how many bass I caught Sunday or Saturday, whenever that tournament was. Um, but now you look at him and, and, and where he's, uh, where he was and where he's come. Like he's, he's quite the fisherman, man. He just won a tournament down there in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. uh this past weekend man and oh. made some money and stuff like that i mean it wasn't a huge event but um you That's know quite a me, yeah that to me is an episode in its own like i i just look at the not only the interviews we do but the interaction amongst what i call my second family everybody mm -hmm. in the in the host circle and everybody that we communicate with you know between show supporters and things like that like i don't know man that's just just the whole thing in a whole is is my favorite episode if i had to pinpoint it man like i'm yeah, like I'm like bashful, <laughs> you know you know speaking of your team you guys have a good team going on you guys uh you put quality content and have guys are competing against each other. And that's one thing I've struggled with with Yak Legion as co-hosts. I went through it, man. <laughs> we yeah. just don't see it eye to eye, or they have another motive that was, you know, different than what I brought them on for. I don't want to get into it too much, but, you know, I've been backstabbed a little bit and drama and stuff, all that stuff, man. So I really give credit to you for actually finding a group of people that you can bring together, and you guys work well together. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing too, man. Like we've we've gone through a few people uh, as well, and you know, for for a whole mixed bag of reasons, you know, and it, it's a bummer, right? But you know, at the same time, like we all have our struggles. I mean, I won't lie, dude. Me and Brad have butt heads numerous times, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but at the end of the day, like you know. It's either, you know, I'm just being a a-hole or Brad's just being stubborn Brad and like, you know, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, like I still call him my friend, my brother, you know, like, you know, a fishing buddy, whatever, man. And I think me and Brad have only fished together like once, maybe twice, something like that. You yeah. know, it's like um, and, and that's crazy, too. Like, you know, like, look. I was supposed to go to, down to Dustin Nichols' place. I've never met Dustin a day in my life. I, I talked to him on the phone numerous times. He calls me more than my wife does. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I feel like I've known 
each one of these guys and gal, shout out to Susie, mm-hmm. uh, like my whole life, dude. And, and, you know, that goes back to that whole community aspect, dude. And, you know, like I said, man, we, we all butt heads from time to time. I mean, we're so many different personalities and things like that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy sometimes, but at the end of the day, man, we all have, uh, a like mindset, you know, like it's all about, you know, the community, the education, like, you know, everything I already stated, you know, so, you know, it gets tough, man, it gets tough. And I know, you know how it is. I mean, like you said, man, you've been through it, but you know what, man, it's, uh, for every one person you go through, you, you learn something new, like, you know, um, and that's one thing that I've learned, man, is, you know, when you go to talk to somebody else about getting into the podcast game, you know what to, you know, tell those folks and, and what to expect and things like that. I mean, you know, some people don't necessarily know what they're getting into till they actually get into it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things, brother. Oh yeah. hundred percent, man. Um, so COVID-19, has that dampened your plans? Has that screwed with you guys' recording any this year? Or has it really been the same? Um, you know, it's, uh, it's weird. I've talked to uh, a few other um, podcasters that are out there, um, and they all said, uh, you know, hey, man, did your guys' numbers drop? And I was like, well, actually, they did. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I can't figure it out. I'm like, dude, people aren't driving to work. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was the big thing. But it seems like now uh, we're back on the upward hill. You know, things are yeah. starting to uh, open people back up. Like- <laughs> yeah yeah things are starting to open back up people are starting to travel and um you know things like that so it's uh it's good man it it, it you know the biggest thing was is we were planning on doing some meetups um this year um, more than we did last year and uh unfortunately um you know that hasn't been able to happen like yeah. You know, I know we were talking, we're coming up on two years and it's like, what are we going to do? And I'm sure we'll do a big podcast with all of us and all that good stuff. But it's like, you know, at the same time, like we really wanted to do a big meetup and, you know, we were talking about maybe trying to do a, a clinic, like with a bunch of beginner kayak fishermen and meet up, um, you know, we we're talking like Tennessee, maybe Kentucky, something like that. And you know, get some people to come down and then, um, you know, we're doing this noobs, uh, monthly tournament to get guys feet wet and gals feet wet to like move into that, you know, either KBF monthly or national trail or get comfortable just with the catch photo release. And, mm-hmm. you know, it would have been cool to meet up with those guys and do like a one-on-one with them. And, you know, that was kind of inspired by, um, what Susie and Christine Fisher and all those gals did with the worldwide women's fishing federation this past year. Um, I got a, a woman local to me that, uh, comes into the shop that I work with, uh, Rocktown, And, um, 
you know, she's always looking for another woman to go out fishing with, you know, mm -hmm. I've offered to go tag along with her and show her a few tricks and she just doesn't feel comfortable. I'm a dude, you know, mm -hmm. and I get it. Like, yeah. Um, so I had told her about that thing and she made the trip down to Missouri and she, she contacted me after she got home and she's like, Brian, I am so glad you told me about this. Like I learned so much. I met so many new friends. It was one of the best times of my life in my adult mm -hmm. life, you know? And, um, you know, we'd love to have people go home and, and tell people that, you know, from mm -hmm. coming and sitting down and talking and, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's hard to plan anything nowadays with, with yeah. this whole Corona thing going on, but, uh, you know, hopefully things get more back to normal, um, and we can start doing some stuff, you know? So I hear that, man. I really struggled. My wife, she's been, uh, she's still working from home and I just started back at my job last week. And of course I was off for two months and luckily they paid me 30 hours a week, which is, you know, I usually get 40, which is better than nothing. But right. I had my daughter here. I got a two year old daughter and yeah. I've had to watch her all day while mama's working. And, uh, it's been hard to get guests on. It's been hard to, to, to do these episodes, and now everything's getting back to normal again. Now I, you know, we got the, somebody watching the, the the daughter now, and somebody, you know, my my wife's still at work, but then she's going back to work next month. And it's been a struggle for us. But we're finally getting back to normal. And I'm glad everybody's getting back to normal. And yeah, my numbers did fall a little bit, and like you said, that was people weren't driving to work. They right. weren't working. You, you know, that's when I listen to my podcast. I drive, uh, listen to it in the car. And I yep. put my headphones in when I'm working. I do a lot of uh, physical labor, and um, I'll sit there and listen to podcasts while I'm working. And that's when I listen to them, you know. And with everybody off work, you just your numbers went down quite a bit. Everybody's yeah. dead, and that was rough, man. That was rough. Yeah, yeah I mean, ours. I mean, we were we were building, man. Like our audience was like growing, like yeah. at a good rate going into that and then we hit that and it was like what the yeah, hell you got, happened you know yeah, you guys have a great following and um you know it's, it's it's starting to come back we're starting to get closer to normal uh what we were at i guess um but yeah it's it's just a bummer man i mean it's it's unfortunate times but um you know i think it's it's you know you you like i said i'm going to the kbf trail event this week it's good to see those national trails opening back up. I know in certain states, like my local club here, Illinois, um, they have uh, tournaments on hold till probably end of June, beginning of July. Wow. Uh, but fortunately enough, we do Illinois and Wisconsin because we're in northern Illinois. So um, our Wisconsin events are on because Wisconsin's open. Um, so so we're good there. But um you know, it's it's just rough, man. I mean, you know, I got an eight-hour drive tomorrow night down to Table Rock, so I guarantee you I'm going to be flipping through all the episodes like you were talking about and catching up on everybody's stuff, man. So um, it's good. That That's why I love the podcast, man, like taking those longer road trips to the national events. You know you got plenty of uh, stuff to listen to, you know? That's a great thing about so many podcasts being out there, you know, it's like, uh, and I'm sure you've gotten this question, like, aren't you worried that so-and-so started a podcast? Like, that's competition for you, right? And, 
you know, my statement on that has always been, it's good, you know, like, like I know when, when you guys started Yak Legion, you guys had reached out to me and asked me a couple questions and I wasn't like withholding information. I was like, yeah, go for it. Like, yeah, you're right. you know, this is how we do it. This is like how we set it up. And, you know, uh, this is what we found that works and didn't work. And, um, you know, like I've always said, like, some people may not understand how I talk about a subject or approach uh, uh, an interview or a guest, but they may understand better or relate better to the way you do it or Brad does it um, or, you know, Dark Waters or One Objective or, you know, Scott Butcher, Serious Angler, Yak Addicts or Yak Tactics, whoever, you know what I mean? Like, we all got different points of views and it's like, I know that conversation has come up like with our, our guys that do the tournament recaps because our recap show would always air on Friday before and now they're doing live on Mondays. So by the time there's aired, whoever won that tournament was interviewed six times by different podcasts and put out before theirs. And they're like, well, like, should we even talk to this person? I was like, yeah, absolutely. You just got to go about it differently and ask different questions. Um, you know, like everybody's say, I want a trail event, right. And you interview me and then Brad interviews me and, you know, Scott Butcher and, you know, whoever else, Mm -hmm. yes, there's going to be some similarities in that interview. However, there's going to be different questions asked and they're going to be answered, um, maybe slightly different to where, uh, whoever's listening understands better if yeah. that makes any sense, you know? So yeah, uh, I think it's great, man. I think it's great. And it, not only that, but it's reaching more of the masses to help grow this goofy little thing. We like to do out of plastic boats. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a great answer, man. That's a great answer. Yeah. I know it's it's a lot of fun podcasting, and uh, it can get kind of intimidating sometimes when you have somebody that's been interviewed a hundred times in the same week. Then you're trying to think up different questions, a different way to go about it. But I like that answer. Like everybody has a different take on how they <laughs> interview people and the questions that they ask, and that's a good reason to listen to everybody's podcast. You know, because you're going to learn something a little bit different and learn something a little bit more here and there and uh yeah you get the bigger picture and then that at the end yeah well <laughs> especially those tournament winners because you know they're doing six or seven interviews you know in one of them they're going to slip up and give you the juice like the winning bait <laughs> that caught all their fish you know so if you go through and listen to them all you might get those like inner secrets that slip out once in a while <laughs> you know how many people how many times i've heard somebody catch a all oh, i caught it on a senko you know yeah, i yeah. believe snake catch a lot of fish but i think a lot of people just say they caught it on a senko you know they're not telling you what they really caught it on yeah do you guys not take these interviews that are very in assault too because a lot of these these guys are competitors and we are competing against each other in tournaments so a lot of times people want to keep some of their secrets a secret and you really can't blame them for that it's just kind of funny you'd think that the senko was the number one bass catching lure in the country and you know it probably is catches a lot of numbers but you know, I don't know. It might be everybody's secret, but I think some people are just blowing, blowing me full steam or something. <laughs> there is one thing I wanted to bring up, though, man. Like, uh, you, uh, 
you listen to all these podcasts and everybody's got like their own like little intro like future does the what's up facebook live yeah. or whatever yeah. dude yak legion like you got that yeah. chris oomph in your in your voice dude i love i love the way you like introduce your podcast like i always feel i don't know brad could probably relate i'm just like uh welcome back to the paddle and finn podcast you know like i don't know i don't i don't have like that key intro you know what i mean i feel like you got that dialed in so i definitely wanted to give you kudos for that That's funny, man. I do enjoy podcasting. I do enjoy podcasting so much that me and my buddy John started a new podcast about the 90s, the nostalgic 90s, man. And, uh, you know, the nostalgia is such a drug to our generation. You know, I'm talking the 30-year-olds now. Uh, You might, you know, you, you might be in fit into this, but... It's really like me and Brad's generation, man. We we all we're so nostalgic. We remember the nineties. We all had great childhoods in the nineties. Oh yeah. And so anybody that's listening, you guys like the nineties, check out the nostalgic nineties podcast. Uh me and John um started it. He actually he's sort of a bigger geek than I am. He makes Power <laughs> Ranger helmets. Like legit Power Ranger helmets that you can wear. And he's all into it, man. He's all into it. But I think he was a good selection for my co-host because he's passionate about the topic. And yeah, that's uh, awesome. And I'm still passionate about kayak fishing, man. I, I love it to death. And um, like you mentioned earlier, like about these about COVID nineteen shutting down a lot of these states. We were lucky enough here in Ohio that our governor, you know, he he left the boat ramps open. Yeah. He left the parks open. Uh, we were our trail, the Buckeye Trail. We were able to have all our events. All we did was switch it over to online only, so we wasn't meet up for weigh-ins and we wasn't doing raffles or nothing. We were just doing everything online, and that's a cool thing about catch photo release tournaments. Is you could do that. You don't have to have meetings. You don't have to have a physical right. weigh-in like you do with a normal bass tournament. And uh, I mean, it's such a unique field, man. And I appreciate you guys coming on here tonight, man. I wasn't gonna keep you all night. Uh, I got a couple more guests coming on tonight, but uh, I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, how can people follow you guys online? Where can they find the Paddle and Fin? If you're not already listening to the Paddle and Fin podcast, where can people find us? <laughs> Brad, you want to take that one? I have a hard time keeping track. Uh, Facebook and Instagram mostly. I- I've been trying to pump up instagram lately yeah uh, it's uh paddle, at, at paddle and paddle fin. the letter n and fin uh paddle and fin.com and then paddle and fin on uh all podcast platforms and youtube mm-hmm. yeah you yeah guys listen to on apple podcast spotify Podbean. i mean stitcher yep. all these platforms same thing with yak legion we're all on all these platforms and Anchor.fm, obviously, that's where we both record our podcasts. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely check these guys out, man. I'm sure you guys are listening to them already. <laughs> if you haven't, check out. I appreciate you, Brian and Brad, you guys coming on tonight and shooting the breeze with me. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it was fun, dude. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Stay tuned for the next part of the podcast, celebrating Yak Legion's one-year anniversary. Woo, yeah, boy! Now a word about all the awesome companies who support the Yak Legion and Buckeye Kayak Fishing podcasts. Venom Lures, 
Venom Lures in Lancaster, Ohio is known for their great soft plastics and terminal tackle. They have been providing quality products from right here in Ohio since 1984. Mr. Dustin Carnes is the new owner of Venom Lures and inventor of the DK rig. It's a weedless version of the Ned rig that's taking the fishing world by storm. Check them out at VenomLures.com. Strictly Sailing Kayak. Strictly Sailing Kayak is located in Kenwood Road in Blue Ash, Ohio. They sell Hobie, New Canoe, Feel Free, Three Waters, and Johnny Boat kayaks. They've been providing high quality service to fishermen and watercraft enthusiasts since 1978. Reach out to Brian Tacey at 513-984-1907 or check them out at strictlysaleinc.com. American Tackle. American Tackle, the inventors of the microwave line guide system, sells a variety of terminal tackle and fishing lures along with custom rods and accessories. You can find them at americantackle.us. Dakota Lithium Batteries. Tired of your fish finder powering down halfway through the day? Sick of replacing batteries year after year? No need to fear because Dakota Lithium is here. Dakota Lithium makes the best outdoor batteries hands down with many options and accessories to power your electronics while on your kayak or in boat. Check them out on Facebook and at dakotalithium.com. Arachnet Security System. Keep your valuables safe under the net as a giant black widow spider guards your gear. The Arachnet Security System Great for kayaks, tents, campers, and all that gear packed in the back of your truck. The Arachnet security system can be found at arachnet.net. Real Fishing Co. Need a logo or decals for your business or YouTube channel? Custom gear with your brand's image? Check out Real Fishing Company at realfishingco.com. Steve Davidson does great work and even made the logo for Yak Legion. The Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. The biggest kayak fishing trail in Ohio and holds fishing events all over the Buckeye State. Check out the website at BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com for event information and details. Come out and fish with us. Check out the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Podcast on Anchor.fm and all other major podcast apps. It's the official Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail Podcast. We talk with tournament trail winners and get the juicy details on how they won. Thanks everyone for listening to the podcast and all the support. You can follow Yak Legion on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at The Yak Legion Podcast. You can email us with any questions at the the Yak Legion Podcast at gmail.com. We have Yak Legion decals for sale on the Facebook page. Every decal sold goes a long way to support the podcast. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will give you a shout out on the podcast to stay, say thanks for the support. And supported by Bold North Outdoors. Check out their battery packs and their solar panels at boldnorthoutdoors.com. All right, and we are back for the second interview of the Yak Legion podcast. And tonight, as y'all know, is our one-year anniversary. Woo! Yeah, baby! Yeah, one-year podcast. I'm super excited, super sad. I got John Graves on here. I'm sure y'all listening know who John is. He runs John Graves Kayak Fishing. Uh, he's a good friend of mine and a great angler. Glad to have you on, John. Uh, Corey Morrow from Waterborne Camper. He's our camping guy. He comes on to Yak Legion once a month, and he talks camping. And uh, he's been a real joy to have on and a new addition to Yak Legion. And then we have Christian Highfield, uh, the regular co-host of the Yak Legion podcast. How's it going, man? 
Y'all don't have to answer once. <laughs> I was no, laying out. I was waiting for Christian. I was too. Hey, good for Christian. Hey, I'll say hi to Christian. Hi, Christian. How you doing, buddy? And Corey, it was nice uh, meeting you just a moment ago. But, you too? Uh, but Zach, man, let me tell you, it's an absolute honor personally for you to think about me to be a part of your one-year anniversary podcast, man. I've always been a big fan of yours. I am a believer in you, man. So I think you got a great voice for it. We, we were talking about that at the beginning when you started this old hoot nanny show. Uh, I always thought, man, you had a great voice for it, and you're passionate for it too, man. So uh, I'm excited to see where you've taken it and what you've made into it. And it's uh, it's cool to be here, man. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Me and you went down to Gunnersville together, and we had a hell of a trip. That was two podcasts worth of a story. We had nothing but breakdowns, <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of bad conditions we we had to face. But man, we made it work. And, uh, you know, it's always a lot of fun fishing with you, man. I always enjoy talking to you and bullshitting with you. And glad to have you on, man. Corey, man, what have you been up to, buddy? Not much. The last time I was talking to you four weeks ago, it had just snowed. And yesterday, I actually got a sunburn on my nose. So, <laughs> weather's improved a lot. <laughs> nice, man. I was out there Sunday. I took my shirt off of my kayak, and my belly got burnt. Oh, man. Just my shirt touching my belly hurts. <laughs> oh, that first burn of the season is bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's nasty. Man, my arms are looking pretty tan. They've been burned a few times. But man, my stomach, that's the first time I had my shirt off. And, whew, man, it burnt me out, man. But it was nice being out, nice enjoying the sun. I definitely got my vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> so what you been up to, Christian? You just sold your truck. You got to look at a couple new trucks tonight. Yeah, we went look at a truck tonight. I sold mine and don't have a car for right now, so just kind of looking to uh, get one and trying to find one that's going to be reliable and a good truck. Man, you always got the bicycle. You always haul that kayak, man. That <laughs> PA-12 down to the lake, down the river on the bicycle. I know, hook it up with my cart underneath of it and just take off. Yeah, man, do it. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, man. I know. Uh, Johnny's truck, it broke down at Gunnersville Campground, oh. and we had to drag our kayaks back to back to our camping spot, and maybe we had the carts on them and the wheels. And, maybe I'll uh, borrow a... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Johnny, he was, he was you know, pulling his kayak back. He was getting all worn out. Then he looks Definitely. over, and he sees me, this old guy, in a, in a golf cart. Uh, I jumped on the back of the golf cart and I was holding my kayak up like this and just he was taking me back to my camping spot in the golf cart. And I just looked over at Johnny and waved, hey buddy, and just like that. I was gonna say maybe maybe I'll uh, just borrow one of John's horses and haul my boat around and kayak around that way. Oh man, that's something else. I see the Amish doing that, man. I went, oh, man. I just went to Jackson Lake a few weeks ago and I saw a horse-drawn. Um, a boat carriage, a boat a boat trailer. And that's actually the second time I've seen that. I saw one at Tycoon Lake the year before last. And uh, we were talking to this guy, and he had an underwater telescope. You know, the Amish, they don't use any electronics. But they use telescopes, and they actually look into the water and look at fish through their telescope. And I thought, man, that is awesome. Isn't that, isn't that something? They don't they don't use electronics, but they still can see what's going on under their boat. That's the best thing. And, what kind of boat do they have? 
They, they run regular boats. They just don't do no trolling motors, no electric motors, or nothing like that. They'll, they'll row. Or And the kayaking is popular with the Amish. Um, I know Brian Tacey of Strictly Sail. He has sold several Hobies to the Amish community because they like that they're pedal-driven. You know, they're, they're man-operated. There's no electronics to run it. So, man, that's the perfect boat for the Amish. It's pretty crazy, man. That Amish guy, he showed me a telescope. Man, he every other word he said was the F word. I'm like, man, I didn't think the Amish talked like that. But man, he had a dirty mouth. Hey. He, he was a lot of fun to talk to, man. He had a cooler just plumb full of channel cat. And I have heard a few bad things about the Amish. They 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 take more than they should and they, they take a lot of fish home and you know they have the right to do that, but you know, okay. I've had a lot of good experiences with Amish. I think it's cool that they're you know, pulling boat trailers or horses. <laughs> that is really one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. When you actually see that horse, and it takes a lot to, I mean, you're you're using a horse all the time to have that thing to where it can back up and you can unload that John boat. And you got a couple kids in that John boat while they're doing it. And the horse is just, just tucks that thing right down in the water. I've seen that a couple times up Rocky Fork. It's very impressive. And then the horse yeah. just parks over in the grass. They don't even tie the horse down. They just tell it to stay there. Go off. The oh, wow. The, the, the two <laughs> I seen, they did tie their horse up to give it a little bit of water. And, uh, man, that's interesting. You know, Rocky Fork's got a lot of Amish country around it. And actually, a lot of the areas I grew up in had a lot of Amish country. Uh, when I grew, I grew up in South Walter, which is county we have amish a whole bunch of amish up in jackson uh, rio grand area and um route 50 actually our raccoon creek event for the buckeye trail coming up that's one of my favorite events just because i drive two hours through amish country down route 50 and once you go down most beautiful farms you've ever seen i'm just quite it's hard to find a word for it man they're so nice and I love that ride. I'm looking forward to that event this year just for the ride down there to, to see all the Amish farms, man. You still with us, John? You just pop out of the video. Oh, I'm still uh, here. Yeah. Uh, I got you. I had a question for you. Um, yep. So you've been running your podcast for a little over a year now. Uh, you know, you produce a lot of good cult content some of your best experiences that you've um, shared through your podcast or what is your favorite episode of your podcast? Well, what, you know, one of my favorite episodes, you know, cause I do podcast a little bit different than you guys do. You know, I don't do a whole lot of like the, uh, like the interviews or anything like that. And it's, I think it's just really laziness on my part. Really. You know? <laughs> it's, it's honestly, it's easy for me. I'm, you know, I'm 57 years old. I, I'm into this sport and, I, and I'm really passionate about it. And, it. and just by chance, I came around the whole thought of the social media platform and saying, well, wait a minute, there's got to be a way to um, work into the back door of the fishing industry immediately. There's got to be something. What can I do as a person who's just getting into this sport right away, make, make kind of a name for myself? and get in there and do something in my, and I'm surrounded by high school kids, you know, my, all of my kids, my, my grandchildren now are even old enough to be playing on social media. So that was a no brainer. 
So about a year and a half ago, I started um, the podcast. And uh, for lack of anything else, just called it John Graves Kayak Fishing. And it's funny to listen to some of the early ones because literally up until about right now, Zach, I honestly have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. You know? <laughs> I, I've been making all of this stuff up, but just kind of sharing my experiences, you know. I wouldn't know what to ask somebody, honestly, in an interview because I honestly, until now, feel like that I haven't really earned my stripes of I, I, or teaching myself how to, to actually go out there and bass fish and stuff like that. But, man, I'm certainly passionate about it. And I'd say probably the best, one of the best um, um, things that ever happened to me, really great, and to, the, to this day it, it paid off, was down at ICAST, not, uh, was last year's ICAST 2019. And I yeah. got in there like at about 6.45 in the morning and there's nobody in this convention hall and you're surrounded around nothing but the latest and the greatest in the fishing industry. It gives me cold chills thinking about it. And it's almost like a really weird dream when you get to walk around all of this stuff and you're in there by yourself. So I was doing a podcast, just walking around, looking at the things I'd seen. And over at the Zepco and Quantum booth, which was just an amazing looking booth, it looked like a like it was an acre big. It was huge. There was a guy sitting there, and he saw me kind of talking to myself as I was going around all of the Zepco 202, the new Rhino series, the the new uh, uh, Folds of Honor uh, series that they have uh, to uh, for the vets and stuff like that. And I was talking to myself and he goes, hey, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm doing an interview. And actually, it's the only interview I've ever done on my podcast, Caleb Osborne. And to this day, in fact, he just sent me a note today. But to this day, we just have been remained great friends. And I go back and I listen to that one interview with Caleb. And I and it was almost like so golden for me. I don't want to do another one. Mm. You know, it was just it was great. But I was really looking forward for me and you uh, mm. this year to get down to ICAST and, and just go crazy with the interviews down there and do that. So that was a great experience, ICAST, and be able to use the platform of really not knowing what the hell I'm talking about, but getting on the social media, <laughs> going out and catching fish, taking pictures, and, and obtaining a, a golden ticket into one of the coolest fishing shows ever on the planet earth that there was no there's no other way that a guy like me could could have got in there so thank you american tackle you know i that's why i wear this absolutely everywhere i go you know uh, i absolutely want to thank them so much but zach man you were you're kind of taking that same path you know and unfortunately it just didn't happen this year mm -hmm. yeah we both got invited this year austin todd invited you again and then he invited me and then they canceled icast because of COVID-19, I'm like, man, that's just my luck. The only year I get invited out there, they cancel it. But maybe I'll get an invite again next year. I'm definitely going to be working on it. But I love your podcast, man, because you're personal. And it's more about just, like, your personal life. Like, you'll talk about your lift driving. You'll talk about your horses. Uh, you'll talk about your ranch down there that you and your girlfriend have or you and your wife. And uh, you, you're just personal, man. You kind of include all your personal information and 
just you got a good way of talking to you. you're very charismatic guy so you're really nice to listen to man it's, you just sound it's like i don't know it's like maple syrup or something coming into my ears man it's just sweet and it just sounds good <laughs> i just can't get enough of it man he's like just <laughs> pour it in there baby <laughs> <laughs> maple syrup in my ears. I worry is all about that, man. He's from maple syrup capital of the freaking world, man. Up there in Canada. You on any camping trips lately, man? We were supposed to go on one this weekend, but something came up, so we didn't go. And I got to work next weekend, but I'm hoping the weekend after that I can get out. Oh, you'll get out there, man. You ever bring Wait. some maple syrup with you out there on a the kayak? Oh, you, you can eat Man, you put that shit on everything, don't you? Just oh. steak, fried chicken, watermelon, freaking maple oh. syrup on that shit, man. Oh, yeah, I use it in, like, breakfast cereal instead of milk. Just whatever. <laughs> Sounds They were calling uh, Canadians on South Park one time maple backs. <laughs> Damn maple backs. <laughs> so have you guys ever heard of the great Canadian maple syrup heist? No. no, what's that? Okay, so you're going to laugh, but Canada actually has a government like stockpile of uh, maple syrup, like in <laughs> barrels, in a guarded warehouse. I think it's in Quebec, if I'm not mistaken. So anyways, uh, a few years back, a bunch of it got stolen, and they found out it was somebody that worked in the warehouse, because yeah. the only way they found out is they noticed there was marks on the barrels from a uh, forklift. So at oh, night, wow. somebody who worked there had come in and swapped out the barrels with the maple syrup and replaced them with uh, barrels full of water or something. And then sold all the maple syrup on the black market to, like, the Quebec uh, mafia. And it was this great big thing. Nice. <laughs> Only in Canada. There's nice. a black market. Yeah. Maple syrup. That's, like the most, that's like the most Canadian organized crime story ever. <laughs> that's freaking awesome man i think you guys have a nice affair man you don't have a lot deal with the drama we do here in america with our politics and man you have all that wild wilderness up there you got you know a low a low population of people compared to all that wilderness you guys got man and I'd be conquering it, man. Especially you guys have got some serious animals up there. I mean, grizzly bears, wolverines, freaking uh, pterodactyls, t uh, mastodons, all kinds of shit up there, man. You gotta go into the time, deep woods to look for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I saw uh, I saw a mountain lion a couple years ago on a camping trip. That was pretty cool. Oh, oh man, them things are killing machines. Oh yeah. Yep. Did it get anywhere near you? Is it following you? No, it was up in a tree. I, I, it ate a bird. Oh, wow. I got a scary story about a mountain lion my uncle told me. And when I was a little kid, him and my grandpa, they were a little bit redneck. They'd go out there and spotlight deer in the middle of the night. Well, Look. my uncle Kenny had shot a deer, and this deer had went down into the ravine. And no, I do not condone breaking the law or spotlighting, just to make that clear. <laughs> but my crazy uncle spotlighted a deer. He went down into this ravine. And he was following the blood trail, and something told him, something in his head, like something on the back of his neck told him to look up. And he said he looked up, 
seen the biggest cat he'd ever seen in his life was up there in that tree looking down at him. And he said he turned around, went right back up the hill, went right back up to the car, man. He said, that deer ain't worth it, man. And he swears this day that was a mountain lion, a big mountain lion was up in the tree staring right down at him. And he just, he had that feeling like something was watching him, like got little hairs on the back of your neck coming up. And he looked up and that big kitty cat was up in the tree, man. Them scary mother. <laughs> Scary things, man. <laughs> we got a lot of uh, lynx here. You ever seen those? They're a beautiful cat. Um, lynx, yeah. I've, I've never seen one in person, but we have the bobcat up here, which there's kind of simpler. Similar. Um, lynx are a lot prettier, though. Yeah, they're a beautiful cat. I think they get a little bit bigger, too, than the, the bobcat does. Uh, you guys have a lot of fur-bearing species up there. I mean, trapping's pretty uh, popular up there. I know the conibear trap was invented in Canada. Um, I know there was a trapper up there not too long ago had his little baby eaten by a grizzly bear. How awful, awful was that, man? He was out running. I can't remember his name. It was all over the news when it happened. I'm sure you know about it. Uh, he went off to check his traps, and he came back, and a grizzly bear killed his wife and his little baby. Oh. No, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, that was up in uh, the the French part of Canada, Quebec. Uh, yeah, yeah, Quebec or whatever. Uh, that was somewhere up there in the French region. And uh, yeah, I came back and he I actually watched saw the bear coming from his house as he was walking to his house, and he shot the bear. And then he walked in and found like his whole family was murdered by the bear. Like Jesus, oh, man, that yeah, was awful. Where I live in New Brunswick, we're on like the border with Quebec, so it's pretty mountainous rough terrain really wow man what's your scariest story out there on the water to going down the creek you ever have a sas i think i asked you this before but i can't remember <laughs> Here we go. you ever have a sasquatch encounter or you ever have a mountain lion jump out at you or a grizzly bear or black bear crazy uh, redneck i think i told you about the story when i thought there was a bear outside but it turned oh, out to be a moose wasn't it yeah you had a moose yeah. step in camp man there was another time, uh, this isn't like animal related, but and this goes to show why I love kayak camping because a lot of the times the people we meet are just awesome. But uh, we were on, a bunch of us were out on the Macadavic on a kayak camping trip and uh, we'd stopped for lunch and the sky was completely clear, like not a cloud in the sky. We got back on the water after lunch, paddled for like probably 20 minutes and all of a sudden it was just dark clouds over us and lightning and thunder and i was like we got to get off this river because you know we're holding metal paddles we're on the water there's lightning flashing down around us so we yeah. came around a corner and there was a cabin up on the side so we went up to this cabin to try and take shelter we were going to at least like hang out on their under their overhang or whatever but the door was unlocked so we went in and we waited for the storm to pass and we cleaned everything up before we left. And the next time we were going down river, the people that owned that camp were there out front. And so I pulled up and I told them all, like, I was like, we went inside and I'm sorry if that wasn't okay, but it was a pretty scary storm and we didn't know what to do. And they were like, no, no, like anytime you're in a situation like that, feel free again to go in there. It was totally fine. So. Wow, man. Like, you got some nice people up there in Canada. Us <laughs> Americans, man, a redneck will come out with a shotgun and start shooting in the air at you. Get off my ass, boy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, 
I was almost a little worried when I, I was pulled up, kind of paddled up. I was like, do you guys own this camp? And they're like, yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, last summer we were paddling through here and I told them the whole story and they were like, oh, no, yeah, no. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Did you well, tell them cool. that you pooped in your toilet? Did we tell them what? Did you tell them that you pooped in their toilet? No, we didn't. We weren't that scared that we had to poop. Or maybe we were too scared and we didn't have to poop. I don't know. Oh, I got you. You don't do the thing where you open up the top of the toilet, take a pee into it, and then close it back. That way, next person that flushes it, pee comes out. An upper decker? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> the childish thing my, we talk about. On the I told my mom about that not long ago. I said something about an upper decker, and she was like, what's an upper decker? So I told her, and she was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny stuff, man. Do you have any camping advice for us? You don't have to go into too deep about it or anything, man. Are you enjoying doing the camping segment on Yak Legion? Yeah, yeah. I like talking to people. I like I get questions on my YouTube all the time, so it's nice. If anybody has a question through here, too, you probably have an email for the podcast, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if anybody has any questions, you can sh shout out through the Yak Legion podcast email. And Zach will pass those along to me. We can cover that on any future segments. But I did take a few minutes, and I wrote down a quick list of anything. If you're going on, like, a real basic kayak camping trip in, like, fair weather, easy conditions, this is, like, the absolute bare minimum. Not the absolute bare minimum, but this is what you probably want to bring with you. So I'll okay. just go through it real quick. So you want to bring your air bed and your pump or a sleeping mat, of course. Yeah. A pillow. I use an inflatable pillow because it takes up way less space. A tent or a hammock, depending on what you want to use in a sleeping bag. Headlamp, lantern, uh, an air horn, in case you do see any moose or bears or anything. Right. If you want to bring any firearms beyond that, that's up to you. Uh, toilet paper, of course, is a must. Meds, if you have any medication, you want to bring those with you. Sunscreen, bug spray, uh, some carabiners and bungees, uh, water or a filtration system. Now, one thing I forgot to cover last time when we were talking about uh, like cooking and what you want to bring for you was stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I always freeze a good quantity of my water that I'm bringing with me because then not only do you have to have the extra weight for also putting ice in your cooler, it lasts way longer because it's frozen solid, right? So mm -hmm. you still have ice like three, four days into your trip. I hardly ever just bring loose ice anymore. I just freeze my water. Yeah, I'll freeze water bottles and uh, yeah. just throw them in there with my regular. And that lasts for days, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's way better than just bringing loose ice. That melts by the end of the first day. That's pretty much useless. Yeah. Then you're just carrying around the weight of the cold water trying to keep everything cold. So Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, a hatchet and a folding saw and a first aid kit, a lighter and some waterproof matches. Uh, for personal comfort stuff that's optional, bring a folding chair, some rain gear, some biodegradable soap and a toothbrush, uh, some sunglasses, a tarp if you want to throw that over your tent or set up some sort of shelter. Tarp's Oh, yeah, you can do a lot of things with the tarp and some paracord, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you're going to be spending time alone, which I tend to do a lot when I go out, I bring a book with me or maybe an MP3 player and listen to some music in the evenings. But 
Yeah, that would let's too much cover it for a kayak camping trip. Oh yeah, man, that's cool, dude. That's cool. So, uh, one thing I was wanting to bring up: Do you guys carry guns at all? Can you carry a gun up there where you're at? Uh, well, we can carry a gun, yeah. Uh, with handguns, the laws are kind of tricky up here now. But you can carry hunting rifles with you. Do you carry like a shotgun or a rifle? Yeah, like a. Like uh, a do long. you carry bear mace or anything to defend yourself? Like if anybody can try to mess with yeah. you. That's good, yeah. man. I wouldn't leave home without that. I just got my wife some mace, and just with all the all the child abductions in Ohio recently, he's got me paranoid. And yeah, that's a big epidemic, man. And apparently, Ohio is the number one in human trafficking, and all these girls are coming up missing. And we had to actually uh, put our staff uh, our flags down at half staff this week or last week because there's so many people gone missing, man. It's crazy. And it's scary, man. So I went out. Uh, my wife has a taser, and she has a stun gun and a freaking thing of mace now. And I, I suggest anybody, if you're camping, especially by yourself, man, bring a gun. If you can't have, have access to a gun, bring a can of mace or a taser or something. And my buddy, he's uh, he's in police academy right now, my buddy John. And he told me that, that mace is by far the worst thing, that you, the worst thing that will take somebody down. Um, over using stun guns or tasers because he said a stun gun and a taser, you know, with a taser, um, you'll lock up. With a stun gun, it'll jolt you. It'll, it'll jolt all your muscles. It definitely sends you running. But when you spray someone in the face with mace, like they are down for 45 minutes. Like your sinuses, your eyes, everything is burning for 45 minutes. So you take that person down to the ground with mace. That's what got me to buy mace for because she said mace before, but... I said, you're getting maced. Since my buddy John told me what's up, he had to get maced in the face to be a police officer. He had to take a taser and all that stuff. And yeah, he said the mace well, was definitely the worst one. I was going to say, I actually, I took a course in policing years ago, and I had to get maced as part of it. And it's not something I would want to do again. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to get maced. That's for damn sure. Right. I'm not the kind of guy that should be getting mace, though. <laughs> so, Christian, you've been awful quiet, man. Uh, what was your favorite episode of Yak Legion, man? What have you enjoyed about doing the podcast on here with me? I'm not sure, man. All of them are actually pretty fun, and I enjoy all of them. Uh, I enjoyed actually probably one of the first ones that me, you, and John did about the On the Water's Edge. That was, pro that was probably one of my most fun episodes we've done. Yeah, because we just sat back, we shot the shit, man. We talked about your boat. We talked about John Supcat. We just, yeah. you know, it was laid back, kind of like this is right now, just laid back and just bullshitting. And yeah, I, I like that episode a lot, man. I hadn't done a By the Water's Edge for a while, and it's just been hard, especially since COVID-19. Um, my wife is working full-time. I was off work, but I had to watch my daughter. She, I have a two-year-old daughter, and... You know, any of you guys have ever had a, or John, I think's the only one that can relate, that's had a two-year-old kid, you just got to be on him, watching him, non-freaking-stop, man, 24-7, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got seven, six of them. And you got more grandbabies on the way, don't you? Uh, got, uh, let me see, one grandbaby on the way, four grandboys down at uh, Lake Chickamauga. Uh, let me see. I think that's about it. So we got, so we're going to have six of them so far, all under the age of six years old. 
Wow, man, that's awesome, dude! Congratulations, the more the merrier. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of Zepco two two is going to be going out for Christmas. Yeah, I actually wish I just got my daughter a Zepco, and I think it's out there in my truck still, or I'd show it to you. It's a pink one. <laughs> it's like the basic Zepco, and of course, my wife had to get pink because. My wife's a girly girl, and she wants her daughter to be a girly girl. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's I can't I can't wait to take her out. I've had her, um, excuse me, I've had her crappie fishing and bluegill fishing a couple times. She's caught some big bluegill, you know. Kind of have to help her reel it in. She's only two years old, but <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. And I've had a lot. I've had a blast doing this podcast, guys. Meeting all you guys through the podcast, and uh, meeting all the friends I've made, and all the experiences I've had. I've had ups and downs. You know, I've had issues with former co-hosts, and you know, we eventually <laughs> had to get them out of here. And uh, just, it's been crazy, man. And especially since the COVID nineteen stuff, it's been hard for me to get interviews to get people on here because I've been busy with my daughter. And fishing. <laughs> well, Zach, how many how many shows have you done in a year? Um, yeah, I tried to do the math earlier, and I'm at so I did 31 in my first season, and this is episode 26. Uh, so yeah, plus what I've done with the Buckeye Trail, yeah, plus what I've done with the Buckeye Trail, I've done probably 20 episodes with them. So yeah, man, probably around. Seventy eight podcasts between wow. Buckeye between by Yak Legion. I've done quite a few. That's amazing. I've done one every week, every day of the year, except for Christmas time. I took a three a three week break, and um, I was still working on other podcasts. I was still working on Buckeye podcast during that time, so I never stopped podcasting. I still did podcasting for Buckeye. I just took a break with Yak Legion just so I could spend time with the family. I wasn't trying to get a guest on every week, you know. I just wanted just wanted to do the family thing for Christmas. But uh, yeah, the rest of the year, man, we've every week, every Monday, either Monday morning or Monday night, we've yep. had an episode there. Even when there was that tornado that came through and you weren't doing too well that week, you still got an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, my power was out for two days. And, uh, yeah, that was a rough, rough week. But I still got an episode out. And yeah. that's something I'm, I'm determined to do. It's every every Monday morning we got that episode. Or sometimes it runs late and I can't get an interview till Monday night. We'll release it Monday night. But yeah. every Monday, man, the Yak Legion podcast and – for season two, well, we're on season two right now, but for year two coming on, we're going to continue doing what we're doing. We're going to expand more on our YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to try to get Corey on some more. We're going to get, you know, me and Christian are teaming up uh, with OPH Outdoors. And uh, we've actually, me and Christian, made some friends with Bold North Outdoors here recently. Yes. And uh, they've sent me a power box, and they're sending you one. And uh, they make solar panels and stuff, so we're hoping to get some of their solar panels to review, and uh, that would be cool, man, having solar panels yeah. on the back of your kayak, be charging your batteries while you're <laughs> out there on the water. Yeah. Uh, it's cool, man. It's cool. So we got some things in the works, and I appreciate everybody supported us in the podcast. You know, Strictly Sail Outdoors, uh, Venom Lures has been a big supporter. American Tackle has been a big supporter. Austin Todd's been great to me. Uh, it's been great to John, and uh, there's just so many people to thank, man. That just that helped us along the way, to help me along the way, and to make Yak Legion what it is, man. And I appreciate you guys coming on tonight and and just shooting the breeze with me, you know, and just 
having a good time, man. I appreciate it. You guys are good, good. my good friends. I consider you as friends. <laughs> well, man, you're like the U.S. Postal Service. You're neither rain nor sleet nor snow is going to stop you from doing your job, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to get, get her done regardless, man. Yeah. So, lot to look forward to next year. I appreciate you guys coming on. So, starting with you, John, how can people follow you on social media? And do you have any shout-outs you want to give? Uh, well, if you just go through John, just put John Graves Kayak Fishing in there. That'll get you to somewhere there. So, John <laughs> Graves Kayak Fishing. I didn't know until just a couple years ago that there's a, actually a professional fisherman that goes by the name of John Graves. I oh, saw that. He does a lot of fishing down on the Mississippi yeah. and stuff. So not to be confused, I think he has probably like, I don't know, like three quarters of a million dollars in the bank. And I have nothing close to that. So don't get us <laughs> But um, so yeah, John Graves kayak fishing is probably the best way. Uh, big shout out to American Tackle. You know, thank you so much. I can't, can't say enough. And then big shout out to Yak Gadget who's uh, invited me to come on board onto their, their pro staff. And, and, and they, a big, a big savings in my shoulder was the fact that I was working really hard to dig down, reach behind my seat and dig down into that crate to uh, yeah. grab stuff out of there. And that was really hurting my rotator cup. And I was even thinking about cutting the, uh, the crate down a little bit. And then lo and behold, uh, yak gadget came out with the low pro crate which is designed that it's all opened up and man it saves wow. me when i go around it's so easy to reach in there and then it has room for six more rods on the back of that to store mm. so i just tried that out the past week in fact that's what i was out having fun with it today on stone look lake <laughs> switching rods left and right and just going but man big shout out to yak gadget american tackle and then thank you so much zach man we're going to get down to icast and it's going to happen for us down there. So we got, we'll we be down there. And I'm oh, oh, yes, sir. Next year, next year, man. And yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty more fishing trips together, man. You're always a fun guy to hang out with. I like shooting the breeze with you out there on the mm -hmm. kayak. And, and uh, man, I appreciate you coming on tonight, buddy. It's always if good you to have you. Something, if you do notice something, Zach, that we're a lot like uh, in Ghostbusters, you know, you don't want to cross the beams. And there's something about when me and you do something together, when we commit, there's always like a zephyr of just chaos that trails behind <laughs> us. It doesn't matter. There's always something that goes kind of awry, but that's what's fun. So I'm looking forward to it. So thank you, man. I really yeah. That makes things interesting. <laughs> Especially when your truck breaks down a hundred times in one trip. <laughs> Wheels are falling off. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys have to hear that Guttersville episode. Me and Johnny had a hell of a trip. But uh, getting into you, Corey, man, how can people yeah. find you online? Uh, yeah, on Facebook, Twitter. Not Twitter, I guess, but Instagram, Facebook, Nobody and uh, YouTube. Nobody I, I don't have Twitter. I've never been on Twitter. I, just, I never I have Twitter. I don't have it no desire to. It's, it's just tweets, you know, just like, yeah. oh, I'm having a donut with my coffee this morning. Who freaking yeah, cares, so dude? <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> you can't even post a picture or nothing. I like TikTok more than that. Actually, I'm starting to feel bad about liking TikTok. Everybody puts it down <laughs> so much, but, man, there's an awful lot of pretty girls dancing on there, you know, it keeps my interest. 
<laughs> well, most of that gets posted to uh, Instagram anyway, so I don't really need the TikTok. It's <laughs> awesome, man. I love Instagram. I'm trying to uh, develop a bigger presence on Instagram. I think I got a bigger presence on Facebook than I do Instagram, so I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> but yeah, man, Waterboard Camper on YouTube, dude. That's some good stuff right there, man. And you share a lot of cool pictures on Instagram as well. Just like a shot, a lot of shots from your camping trips and a lot of uh, scenery pictures, man. I always enjoy looking at them. Yeah, I live in a pretty cool place, so I like to try to share that with people. It's kind of on the butt end of Canada. A lot of people don't really come here or know much about New Brunswick, so. I didn't know nothing about it until we started talking. Uh, It sounds like a nice little area, man. It is. That's where they made bowling balls. Uh, Well, my hometown apparently is where they made the first chocolate bar, the world's first chocolate bar. I don't know anything about bowling balls. but The chocolate bar in Canada, a first chocolate bar? Apparently. Don't they make, don't they get uh, cocoa from, um, cocoa from South America and like, um, well, there was like, a lot of trading going on. Oh, yeah, so, okay, let me let me clarify that. Like the first, like wrapped and produced oh, and commercially gosh. sold chocolate bar, apparently yeah. was made by the Ganon Company here in Saint Stephen. Dude, that's wow. cool. Well, what's it called? Can you still buy it? Yes, the Palomine bar. It's like oh, pure man. sugar. Oh, that's yeah, I never heard of that. We don't have that. They- <laughs> Don't send them to America. I never had one of those. We got Snickers, M and M's, all that bad for you, crap. I should send you some stuff. It's, I live right on the border, and I've tried a lot of American like sweets and candy and stuff. And yeah. the Canadian stuff's like way sweeter than what you guys have. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, to try that, man. I, uh, speaking of shipping stuff, I got uh, two Yak Legion stickers. I'm going to mail out tomorrow. I've got them in the envelopes. I got them. I'm going to bring out to uh, send them out to you, and I'm nice. sending some to Bold North Outdoors. They wanted some too, so uh, I'll be getting those out quick. I got some hats. I only got like two hats, but I'm really un, uh, unsatisfied with these hats. So I'm going to find another company to make them because this one yeah. falls off my head. Bend over. <laughs> you you like chips, Zach? Yeah, yeah, I'm a chip eater. I should send you like a care package of some Canadian goodies that you can't get down there, like ketchup and all dressed chips and like Palomine bars and We can get ketchup down here. We got Haynes. Is it ketchup? Oh, you can get ketchup down there? Yeah. I thought that was a Canadian thing. Ketchup and Canadian <laughs> thing? All American. Well, we no, I mean like ketchup. Ketchup chips. Can you guys get fl- ketchup oh, flavored chips? Ketchup, yes, yeah. there's Lay's chips. Yeah, yeah, Lay's makes them. Yeah. Okay. I, we salt and vinegar chips is a thing here too. Is that a thing up there? We have those. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. Send me one. I'll I'll post about it and show it online. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. My daughter's hollering for me. Um, Christian, man, how can people follow H- uh, OPH Outdoors online? What me- social media platforms are you on? Well, uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just exactly what you said, OPH Outdoors. If you search it on any of them, it'll come up on any of them. So my Instagram's OPH underscore Outdoors. So it'll come up with just OPH Outdoors on all of them. So pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. easy to find. Easy to find all you guys, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on tonight. We're here at the 40-minute mark. I forgot to end it here. And 
been cool talking to you, man. Thanks for making Yak Legion what it is. And uh, here's to another year of talking kayak fishing, guys. Rock and roll. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. Zach, Christian, I appreciate it. Corey, I'll see you guys. Yes, sir. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for all the support over the last year. And there's definitely lots more to come. So stay tuned and keep your lines tight and your toilet paper stocked. Yeah.